This podcast has been sponsored by the Gottlieb family in Marion Station, Pennsylvania, in honor of their grandmothers who have lived Jewish values and shared their wisdom with the next generation. This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. About 18 years ago, I was pregnant with our fifth child, and I was about 10 days overdue, as is my typical custom. It was the height of summer, okay? Now, I live in a close-knit community, the same one in which my husband and I both grew up, and at the time, everybody knew us and we knew everybody. So I was getting a lot of questions about my extended pregnancy, such as, are you still around? I can't believe you didn't have the baby yet. Do you know what you're having? The answers were, yes, obviously, I'm still around. Uh, I can't believe it either. And no, I don't know what I'm having. But this incident took the cake. (laughs) I was in the local kosher grocery store, and I bumped into a friend of mine. And I mean that literally because my stomach extended about two feet in front of me. So she looked at me in shock, and she said, what, are you still around? I heard you had your baby. So (laughs) I looked at her confused, quite sure that I did not, in fact, have my baby, but curious. I was like, where did you hear that from? So she says, my kid who's in summer camp told me that she heard it from her friends. Well, we were, we were both just laughing at this hilarious, like, small-town gossip situation that clearly got the story wrong. But then I said to her, so, I just have to know, did I have a girl or a boy? My story is absurd <laughs> and adorable, and I do love living in a small town. But sometimes gossip is neither light nor funny, because gossip can be vicious and gossip can be harmful. And it can destroy relationships and businesses. And with the advent of texting, electronic messaging, social media, gossip can be instantly destructive to an audience of millions. Judaism has an expression for gossip. It's called Lashon Hara, which literally translates to evil speech. And it refers to negative statements that are spoken about other people behind their backs, even if it's true. So many people are damaged by the scourge of gossip. The subject of the conversation, right, the person you're talking about, is damaged because his reputation can be tarnished, sometimes permanently. The listener is damaged too, right, because of the negative slant he gets on the subject. And the person who's speaking is damaged too because he conditions himself to see the world with a jaundiced eye. He conditions himself to thrive on this rush of delivering the next juicy scoop or on the small high of self-righteously analyzing other people's wrongs. There's this old Jewish legend about a man who comes to his rabbi, and he's lamenting the fact that he's gossiped about his neighbor. So he says, Rabbi, I want to make this right. Like, what can I do now? I've already gossiped. How can I make this right? So the rabbi strokes his beard and he thinks about it, right? And finally he says, my son, bring me a feather pillow. So the man looks at his rabbi kind of strangely, but the rabbi says he runs to comply and he brings the feather pillow. So next the rabbi says, okay, now I want you to cut up this feather pillow and let all the feathers blow away in the wind. So the man's still not sure, like, where is this going? But okay, he listens to the rabbi, cuts the pillow open, and all the feathers go flying away in the wind and blow in a million directions. 
Okay, rabbi, says the man, what's next? (laughs) So the rabbi says, okay, now I want you to go around and collect every feather. Oh boy, rabbi, the man says, "I, I can't do that. That's impossible. I could never find and collect each one. So the rabbi says, my son, that's where your gossip has gone. In the Torah, we learn of the tragic story of the spies. The Jews are in the desert, right? They're all ready to walk into the promised land, the land of Israel, the land flowing with milk and honey that's been promised to them for hundreds of years. But they're scared and they're afraid. And so they ask God if they can send in spies ahead of them to determine that the land really is flowing with milk and honey and that it is indeed a promised land. God agrees, reluctantly, and the spies are sent off. But unfortunately, they return with a negative report about the land of Israel. Essentially, they speak Lashon Hara, evil speech, vicious gossip about not even a person, but the land of Israel. And they claim that it's a land that devours its inhabitants and that it's not hospitable. And they conclude that they cannot succeed in this mission. On that day, the entire nation of Israel Believing the report, they're depressed and discouraged, and they sit and cry all night long. That night became known as Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of the Jewish month of, which is the saddest day on the Jewish calendar. And on that day, many other tragedies have also happened to the Jewish people. But not everybody cried that night. The women of Israel did not believe the negative report, and they didn't cry. And in a pattern that comes up again and again throughout the Torah, the women had faith that things would be okay, along with the strong love for the land of Israel that ended up carrying the day. But we know that women, as well as men, are vulnerable to the pull of gossip. Look, we're all curious, right? And we all like having the news. It takes a lot of practice to resist that urge, to share or hear information that could be damaging. How can we determine whether something should or should not be shared? And sometimes we do have to share negative information, right? What if someone's dating my cousin and wants to know what I think of him? Is it okay to share the dirt? What if I want to hire someone and I'm calling the references on his resume, right? Isn't it important for his former employer to share with me that he's late all the time? And what if I go to a restaurant and the service is slow? Can I post about it on Facebook? When is gossip destructive and when is gossip constructive? Is there a litmus test to sift out positive speech from negative speech? So Judaism teaches a seven-step filter to sift out the good from the bad. Ask yourself these questions before engaging in negative speech. Number one, are you absolutely sure the information is true? Because, you know, sometimes it's conjecture, impressions, other people's gossip that's kind of forming our half-baked opinions. So did you experience bad service at the restaurant or did you hear about it from someone else? You need to make sure firsthand that the information is true. Number two, is what the person did truly wrong? I mean, maybe you don't like it or it didn't look good, but was it actually wrong? Because there's a difference between slow service at a restaurant and a rude waiter. So distinguish between opinion and fact. Number three, did you speak to the subject first? Right? For instance, if the service was slow in the new restaurant, maybe approach the owner or the manager first to share your concerns 
before warning others. You want to go to the source wherever possible. Number four, are you exaggerating? It's ridiculously easy to overplay a situation without even noticing it. So make sure you keep it low-key and completely truthful. Number five, is your intention to help? Whom are you trying to help? Because if you have an axe to grind with the subject, you should definitely not engage in the conversation. It's really hard to be constructive in your speech when you have a bad history with someone, right? And then let's say you have a bad history with the restaurant owner and then your best friend asks you, how was the new restaurant? (laughs) So your intention here should only be to help your friend. Because if you're annoyed about the experience or if you're annoyed at the person you're speaking about, just bow out because you cannot be constructive and annoyed at the same time. Abstain when there's a bias, for sure. Number six, is there any other way to achieve the same goal, right? If my friend asks for a restaurant recommendation, I can just recommend a different restaurant that does have good service. My goal is to protect my friend from bad service. So there are other ways to achieve the same goal without engaging in Lashon Hara, without engaging in negative speech. Try to find another plan whenever you can. Number seven, is the damage that will happen as a result of my words just too much? Like if I post on Facebook that I had a bad experience at the new restaurant, I mean, the new restaurant might shut down and people might lose their jobs. So is that really like commensurate with what they did wrong? Be sure that the punishment, so to speak, will fit the crime and that it's proportional. So after all this, right, we might still be determined to go ahead and speak. And I mean, if it's constructive and it will help the universe and you've been through the filter, go do it. But maybe let's keep something else in mind when we engage in the kinds of small town gossip that I started with. My grandfather of blessed memory used to have a sign in his house and it said, In this house, we discuss ideas, not people. Because, you know, even if the gossip is totally innocent or even funny and cute, right, it, it never feels good to be the subject of someone else's dinner conversation. So when you're having a conversation with people, right, with your family or friends, just stop and ask yourself, like, what am I saying? Why am I saying it? Who am I saying it about? And would I want other people to speak about me this way? Oh, by the way, my overdue pregnancy, it was a girl. I know you were curious. Aren't we all? This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book, to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.